cliffcentral.com. This is what I call timeless music. That's the way my thoughts are. And um, just a beautiful song called Brand New Day. And I think I think every once in a while, I think everybody needs that one brand new day type of moment. I wouldn't even call it a day. I wouldn't even call it a month. You just need, I don't know, you just need this playing in the background. When you have that epiphany that something's happened and something's going great. Or you're finally starting to win. And I mean, why do we play that? Well, still because we have a very special guest today. And we're going to try, by all means, to pick this person's brain. And exactly pick his brain about what's happening around us, what's happening in the country, what's happening around the world. Um, it's the month of love. Uh, why do... You know, why why is it that the candidates of the world are finding themselves? Single. You know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I think there's a conspiracy, there's a conspiracy in the world. Anyway, I'm never alone. Like I said, I'm always with Candice and Craig. Candice, how are you doing? I am fabulous. I'm sitting to the most beautiful man in South Africa or the world. We could debate that. Uh, I don't know. Um, and um, I am quite honoured. Like guys, um, woo! I can't breathe. Right it's now. a good day for you, isn't it? Yeah. Right, it's a move. pretty great day. Let's move right along, Craig. As, I, I see you in your shorts. When Craig is in his shorts, it's like a he's, party. Ha- he's having a good fam, day. You know, like it's when that Craig comes through with his shorts, then you know. Ish, fam. Leg day was for real. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm quite honored today. And Candace, I'm a bit insulted. You know, one, the <laughs> only man in the world while you're sitting next to Craig or sexy. Come on, can we oh, debate this? But anyway, uh, it's an awesome day, and I really got pumped up with that jam, and I'm just. It's so great to have you here, Les. I mean, last week was your fam. Listen, guys, I, I ran into the studio today. I ran into the studio today, and I was just everywhere. Because once you spend three or four days in Cape Town, you start to appreciate water a whole lot more. Let I me tell you. you that much. I get you. And uh, I got back. It's just work stuff and radio stuff. and But anyway, that's all, be- that's all behind us. I mean, we're back. We're back to civilization. We're black. We're back to the country of South Africa, not the country of Cape Town. We're the country of money, you know. And uh, I think most importantly, we're back. This is CliffCentral.com. So, so I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, but I've, I have a bit of a schedule today, right? And we're going to unpack this all together as one big happy family. But before we get into that, Craig, I want I want you to tell the viewers. Or to give them some insight of who we have at the studio today. Break it down. Viewers and listeners. Okay, so today we have the listeners. amazing, honorable Mr. Aaron Maloisi. You know, Lim- I always say it's something about Limpopo. Guys, Limpopo is one of the best, uh, I would say, spaces in the world. Literally in the world. Because, you know, we've we've got Craig Sexy, We've got Aaron Maloisi. We've got Kester Semenya. We've got Cyril Ramaphosa, y'all. Yes. We are the best. So, yes. you know, what I'm saying is that, you know, today we are honored and we are definitely pleased to share our space and our great show with Aaron Maloisi. Aaron, do you agree? I agree and more. <laughs> so, 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 so you think the, that, that, um, the very small country just north of South Africa called, um, Limpopo <laughs> delivers, uh, the best that South Africa has ever seen? I'll tell you what. I, I'm not sure how your African geography is. We are called the Eden of Africa. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You look at the biggest continent in the world and you look at that one little town, as you call it, or one little country called Limpombo. We are the Eden of Africa. Yes. You know, I've always said, right? So I, I studied the University of Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you study there, a lot of the guys from Limpopo, um, there's a school there called Mbiri, very good school. Mbiri. school. There's a school. I went there three years, that's why I'm awesome. There's a school there called Capricorn, there's a school there called whatever. And all the students, you know, most, a lot of the students go to the University of Pretoria, right? Cause it's very close. And the one thing that they all shared in common was just the humility of the guys. Mm. Mm. I mean, the guys are there, they focus, they're there to do what they want to do. Yeah. But, they were never a spectacle. They came and they did their thing and they moved. What is it about? It's almost as though everybody was raised by the same parents. Mm-hmm. What is it, Aaron? I almost said something controversial about the taxi industry. Um, she yeah. says. Say it. You know what they say? It, it almost looks like all the drivers were. <laughs> <laughs> we shall not say it. We hey. shall not say it. But I'll tell you what. For myself, is a case of when you come from a province where... Botu is not something you taught, but Botu is something that you raised with. You breathe, you sleep, you eat Botu, which is Ubuntu. And you get to focus on whatever it is that you do automatically. When you're there to study, to get your degree, you are there to study, to get your degree. But guess what? In the midst of doing everything else, we are so sociable and so strong. We be, we believe in being the engines of any, any movement. Any revolution that you talk about, we become the engines. We become the people that hold the juice of it. We're not easily faced by the frills of any movement. Mm. Hence, for many years, a lot of people might even think that, oh, finally, uh, we've got a president from Limpopo. It's because over the years, mm. the engine has been people from Limpopo. Who would have thought that Ntadesel Ramapo is from Limpopo? You know what I mean? Mm. And you look at all the grades, when you sit down and you analyze and you look at the list of all the people that have made you know, strides and waves. These are people are from that are from Limpopo. We can count them until your show is over. We can count them for the whole week. You know, and you're talking music, you're talking politics, you're talking finance, you're talking pretty much all the fields. So we believe in being our best at what we do. Mm-hmm. I remember my grandmother used to say, in simple terms, which simply uh, translates to rise above the rest and be the best you're born to be. At play, at work, wherever you are, be the best. I get it in When I grew up, I was told dark and awkward. Mm. Now I'm told dark and handsome. Yes. Now I'm Limbobo Bata. Now I'm Melanin. Now I'm <laughs> all those Melanin. things. The, the puppet, it's because I didn't grow up selling that. Okay. I grew up being the authentic self. And now everybody looks at it thinking, hmm. Limbobo Botor. You know what? <laughs> You know what? We're actually going to unpack that. So I have a very interesting show today, right? Mm. And I wanted, I wanted someone that would talk about um, the things that you've done, um, how you've expanded into your career, and how you went from the sciences to media, um, and why the song that we started with was one of your favorite songs. Mm. Don't, tell, don't ask us how we know about that. We have, we have our sources. Um, <laughs> but but the, you know, the way that I want to start is that, listen, um, someone, a little, another little birdie told me that you share a very special birthday. Um, tell me if I'm right or wrong. So this is your birthday month. My birthday month is in May. Ah, you got it oh, wrong. Got it wrong. Ah, no, no, you, you you got the first part right. Yeah. Um, my birthday is in May, and it's special because I shared with my mother. That's beautiful. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. So same day. Same, same day. day. Same day. So you you're mommy's boy. I'm mommy's boy, and I'm gonna talk about the song later on. 
when I turned 21, yeah, obviously it's my mom's birthday as well, and I was graduating my first degree. So yes, it was like that's that's typical in Popo <laughs> You know I me. Mean? There's a triple. Did, did, you guys, did you guys shut down the? Did you guys take a tent and shut down the whole street and do your thing? That's the thing. We're not about the frills. Mm. I was out in the Eastern Cape at the University of Forte, mm-hmm. University of Leaders. My mom went down, and trust me, we did not afford to fly at the time. We just got into my uncle's car and drove all the way. But then coming back, the celebration of it is a lifetime. Oh yeah, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. yeah. So you know what we want to do. So we want to start off with a quick little segment, right? So I'm gonna let um, Candice do a thing. So we have. Oh, I love Candice. I love Candice. People, you don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) The energy that Candice oozes in the studio. Thank you so Mm. much. My goodness. So, so, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna let Candace do a thing, right? She's gonna read through a couple of horoscopes, right? So we have my horoscope, we have Candace's horoscope, and we have Craig's horoscope, right? And we're literally gonna go out and dig up your horoscope, right? Are okay. oh, you ready, Art? And see exactly what does, what, what, what's, what do the stars say mm. about all of us this week? Okay. Okay. And I wanna focus all around love because it is the month of love, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, guys, so I'm gonna start with you, Aaron. Okay, so this is your your Aquarius, right? Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> so we okay. So we can't help you with that one right now. We will find yours. Just we will a find second. yours. Let's start um, with Craig. I will, let me start with Craig's. Yes. Craig, sharp babes. Yes, sharp. Don't assume that your lover understands your inner dimensions, including your greatest hopes and dreams, by having an unrealistic expectation that your lover should have some type of telepathic connection to you. You're only setting yourself up for disappointment. Instead, this will be a week to look deeply into your sweetheart's eyes and tell him or her what makes your soul sing. This is what will fortify your connection, not some fanciful notion that when love is real, your partner becomes an omniscient being. Fairy tales can come true, but no one has superpowers. Know the difference. Oh, oh I yeah. think that spoke right, right to your heart, baby. And I'm gonna get back to Aaron because this is the, we do damage control in the studio. We 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 fix our messes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Aaron, this is you, babes. I think we still got it wrong though. Okay, so a family member could be feeling a little down. Taurus and you may be tempted to give him or her a pep talk to get them going again. Don't. They won't respond to it. And this could create tension in the home. Your own self-confidence is prob- probably at an all-time low. Okay, this is not, this is probably inaccurate, sir. You tend to be your own worst critic in the best of times, but today you're a bit confused. Try to be fair to everyone around you. Hmm. Hmm. Does, that, does that resonate, young king? Mm. It actually, yeah, it's... It's crazy, hey? It's crazy. I, I, it's, I, 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 it's, it's almost beyond spot on because... Um, just last night, yeah, I set a family member down to try and. <gasps> yeah. Okay, this is creepy. Because guys, I don't believe in Just these things. Last I think night. it's a generalization. You know, but wow. Okay, I'm gonna go with. You look. I, I find that when it sounds too, too creepy and like too, too truthful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's usually true. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I'm when it's when it's very light for me, it's like okay, maybe they're talking for an, um, another another Torian. Did, did you know? What I think I, I I, and I mean I'm quite objective, right? But there are some things when they're so accurate, you cannot deny them. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like it's, it's, it's general. Like, 
out of like ten people, yeah. five people could be experiencing it. Okay, no, Candice, have, have you read let yours? Let me go. Out? Let me go. Let me read. Let me read yours, Lisekh. You read mine. Okay. Let me, okay. And I read yours prior to the show, and this is real. Okay, I this is real, and I'm not even you. Go. Okay, you're definitely one of the lucky ones this week when it comes to romance. <clears throat> Venus is still moving through your true love sector until March 6th, inviting extraordinary support if you're already in a relationship to open your hearts up even wider. If you're single, this is a once a year transit that can easily introduce you to the next love of your life. <clears throat> It's not true, it's not true, it's not true, Les. This Wednesday, Venus and Neptune will kiss each other longingly and deeply in your true love sector. What does this mean for your love life? A dream come true. All you need to do is believe. So I, I uh, hope you're not getting cuffed. Listen, yeah. listen. Uh, Ara- My job is not done. <laughs> <laughs> My job is not done. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm glad that yours was very correct, Aaron. Because mm. with mine, I don't know, man. I'm like going strong on three years, uh, single. And, you know, it's, it's probably why, like, I'm less stressed and all that. No, but what it's saying is on Wednesday. <laughs> I have, wife, I, 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 I have Wednesday. I have leg. I'm a Zule. I have After Wednesday, I'm sure you'll be coming back here. You say, we need one, decade, we need Because you'd have found the one. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, let's move right along. Let me read mine quickly. Go for it. Okay, so sexual fantasies, wow, abound this week for you. Yeah, I know, 100% there, done, guys. You don't even need to go on, Candice, like, that's you. You know what, I'm not reading this. <laughs> I'm ashamed, Kate. Can we wrap it up to the next sentence? You know what, you know what, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's something that I tried that was new this week. Uh, I thought it'd be fun. I, I love think, it, I, I think, love it. I think I wanna, I think I wanna incorporate it, um, every single week. Because clearly there are some things that are that are correct and some things that are not. Can I point one thing out? Go it says it. last line: if you're single, which I am, a less than satisfying one night stand is possible over the weekend. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, wait! Do yourself a favor, pass. Oh. Pass. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's so at least it's said over the weekend, not on Wednesday. Oh shit! So it doesn't corroborate. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's our future. Poof, done, up in smoke. It's a wrap. <laughs> so, you know, so, okay, so we're done with the fun and games, and we're pretty much going to um, dive right in. Iron, I actually want to read this out to you, right? So, this was sent through by my producer, right? Guys, as, it looks like you, you, you've done research on me. As, as, as the Aaron. These WhatsApps flying around as well. Let me say, this this was the official Aaron introduction. Mm, and okay. I was like, yo. I'm even going to drop the bed music for this because this is about to get real. And you have to drop the horn afterwards, please. Prep it. Sam, prep. Because this, it, 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 it deserves a horn. Let's just, let's just check. <laughs> One of the most prolific pioneers of the media industry. From a village boy to a media mogul and now a cosmetic entrant. Ari, to his mother, better known as Aaron Mulayisi, by most has broken boundaries and continues to write his own story in history. He's a director, a producer, a presenter, and most of all, a loving, caring soul. Today, we make him, we, today we have him all to ourselves in the studio and we aim to make the most of it. Welcome, Honorable Aaron. Yes. Yes, welcome. <laughs> that was so deep. There we go. That was just, Can wow. I tell you, we have never, We've never had done that. That type of introduction yeah. for any guest ever. ever. We've never can, I, can I tell you? Yeah. In the 15 years of being in the industry, I have never ever been introduced like that. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, guys. 
Wow. Thank you guys. Shout Thank out, Job. Shout out. I even have an applause for that. <laughs> wow. Because listen, right? Because one thing I can tell you, and I'm just going to turn up the bear music right now, is that we really want to, I mean, really want to dig in to Aaron is, right? Because I found a lot of similarities, right? To yourself, to a lot of the, the to a lot of what's happening in the generation now. Okay, mm-hmm. so for example, right? So we know that you you went to go study um, a BSc, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna mess it up because I mean there are two things in there, and, and I want I want you to tell the viewers, right? Exactly what degree did you study? Well, I studied a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry and Microbiology, so yeah. I'm a trained scientist. Mm. Hold right there, chill, chill, guys. So Can- I need some dissecting done. I don't know if you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. And you decided, so matriculants aren't decided, you know what, I'm, 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 I like this math and science thing, so I'm gonna do my thing. And then you went to university, graduated, and then, um, worked for a bit, I'm guessing, in that field, three years. Not even in that field, I worked in a different field completely. Why? I'll tell you what, um, my life has always been taking turns, and I've been so chilled about it because I'm one person who believes in the universe and allowing serendipity to take its course. Mm. When I did my grade 12, my form 5, you know, grade, mm. you know, my standard 10, my standard 12, um, I, I wanted to be a medical doctor. My village believed I'll be the first medical doctor in the village. So following the science stream was almost nat- second nature to me. Going to University of Forte to do a BSc is because I was two points short to be admitted in Medunsa at the time. Two points short to be admitted at Vets Medical School. <sighs> I was a point short to be admitted to UCT. So I went down to Forte to do what we call a BSc pre-medical, which is a, yeah. a year of bridging into medicine. Mm-hmm. And my results were late by two weeks to get admitted into medicine. So I allowed myself to complete my BSc in chemistry and microbiology, still hoping mm. to go into medicine. And in my final year, while I'm discovering myself, because I'm, I went to varsity 16. So in my final year, I was, I was 19, I was 19 going for 20 and I was thinking, but what is it that I really like? And in 1999 at the time, IT was the buzzword and I was like, I want, I want a job in IT. It sounds cool. In my final year, I registered for computer science, one for the year and nailed it. So my first job was in IT. I was a computer programmer from doing chemistry and microbiology. (laughs) Like, so they decided, listen, let's, let's hire you. you. It looks like your, your aptitude and your altitude are, are, are heavy. Cause I remember, I think I was top of the whole faculty. I was, I had like 96, 97% aggregate for the whole faculty. And this is just you deciding that mm. it looks cool. It looks cool. Let let's just, do yeah. it. Let yes. me just like flex a little bit. So, um, I then branched into IT industry. I worked in IT for three years, but I was bored as well. Mm. That's when I thought I want something exciting and something exciting for me is not hard work. And then I discovered that talking is one of the things that I really, really like. Talking sense. Talking sense. Mm. Talking sense. sense. Mm. And then flip through a newspaper. You know the classifieds? I don't know yeah. if they still have it. They still have it. They do. And they the do. star. And I saw a little ad. You want to be on TV? You want to earn 9,000 rents a day? I was thinking, what? <laughs> Are there people out there who make this kind of money just by talking? <laughs> you know? And I called them up. I went in. Three months later, I was on Take Five, the biggest wow. show in the country at the yeah. time. That's crazy. Mm. Wow. Nice. So, 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 I mean, and for, for me, it's, 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 it's again, it's a transition that fascinates me the most. Mm. 
is to say that because I mean nowadays I mean people expect kids I mean not 16 but 17 18 mm. to know exactly what they want to study and do their entire lives mm. and then they study that um and you know how it is in in in, in households um yeah. somebody once asked me like who's the most talented footballer they've ever seen mm. and I was like the most talented guys I've ever seen are guys I play soccer with mm. but obviously once you get to once you get to university no 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 black um Parents allows their kid to go to university or study. You know, it's always about you know, studying medicine, engineering, blah blah yeah. blah, whatever. Mm. And a lot of the guys do that, but then a lot of them, their their dream almost dies mm. while they're studying. And yeah. it's not true that just because you study something, you're gonna keep doing it the rest and of your life. And just liking it exactly. When when you're saying that 17, 18 year olds don't really know pretty much what they want to do, mm. I'll tell you what: thirty seven year olds, forty seven year olds still don't know what they want to do. do, because. We get so caught up in the system of saying, you studied this, so therefore, follow it and build a career in that thing. Where I come from, we a profession. You know, mm. if you've got a decent, secure job, mm. in quotes, which gonna give you like a nice, um, what is the thing when you, when you get to live work? What is it called? Um, retirement what? You mean a retirement package? Or when pension fund. Pension fund, yeah. yeah. You mean, you mean when, you, when, when you hit 60 or 65? When you hit 60 or 65. That's when you become a millionaire. You, you, you constantly find yourself in what you really, really like. And what you really, really like more, more than half the time, it's the simplest of things you can ever think about. That one thing that you're going to do effortlessly, that one thing that you're going to do without training, that is really what you want to do. Mm. And that's really what you need to do. I'm the one person that I know I'm not going to retire. By 90, I'll still be working. Wow. You'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. So, f- for me, tell me now, because, I mean, obviously you branched off into media and it was just that and you went, you went flat straight mm. out for it. Yeah. In true Oprah style, first day I was on set, I was home. Do oh, you wow. not, do you not maybe go back and say, and almost regret or think back to say that what could have been if you did pursue medicine? Not a second. Sure. Because then I was going to be stuck in the medical field. Mm. Being in media, Opens me up to every single industry. When I was in Take Five, I remember moving from just being a presenter to researching, to producing, to offline editing because I was the only person who could speak all the nine languages on the show. Mm. So I had to research. I had to go shoot, present, come back, and then offline edit so that we get all the natural cutting points. I could sit with Miss World. I could sit with the president of the country, talk politics. I could sit with a professor from Vets. And talk chemistry. I could sit with a gogo mm. from Enjarere, mm. you know, mm. Rambe Chivenda, because I've opened up myself to not only different folks, but different people from different cultural backgrounds at all levels. When I sit down, automatically you make an unparalleled connection. When you step out and you walk on stage and say, ladies and gentlemen, ministers and the president, Around your all protocol observed because you are in that space, so you open up yourself to to life. You open up yourself to to the world, and you're better to adapt according to whichever environment. Exactly, and the beauty of it is that you never have to sit down and worry about preparing yourself because you've never been there before. Wow! The wow. best thing you can ever do is get there, give themselves, the, give them you, mm. because there's no one else like you who's been there before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let me run the tape again. The best you is when you don't know about it because it can only offer you. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So I, I'm, 
You're you know what? Today, fam. <laughs> You're schooled today. We're schooled. I'm just, we're going to take a break right now. As soon as we come back in, um, I've got Craig who's going to be doing his thing. But until then, listen, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't feel... You know when you have the moment where you're like, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing what, with... What are you doing? You know, what when Aaron comes and he's just like speaking all nine <laughs> languages and like just doing PSC because it's Let, fun. Let's try and 13. Then, like, let's try 13 now. You know, it's, mm. th- this is all I can give you. I can't give you 13 languages, Aaron, but this is what I can give you. I hope you enjoy it and tell me. And that's from one legend onto another. And I mean, just like, I don't... If you don't know who this is, I'm not. I just know don't know what rock you've been living under. But I mean, that is the great Brenda Fassi. Um, I still think gone way too soon. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna dive right straight back into Aaron. Aaron, what is it about that song? Um, first about the legend who sings the song. Um, a lot of people they say that you get into the industry and then you start. Having celebrity friends Only celebrity friends mm. I had the privilege of Meeting Omadlomo We used to call her Omadlomo Which is Brenda Fassi mm. I think it was about Three, four months Getting into Joburg mm. In 2000 At the time I had not been thinking television Because I didn't know What I wanted to do And I remember in 2001 After coming back From working in Durban For a year We would go and chill At her house And that day she had cooked The Anna You know the Anna ne? Malana. Malana. Minatana. Mokhodu. Mokhodu. You know. Sorry, guys. Only one language. Like the Benekhute. Ne? And, and we, we were just chilling. For the first time, she gave us Umadlo and not Brenda Fassi. Mm. If you know what I mean. And we had a chat and she said to me, your spirit is not meant for that office. Sure. Your spirit is meant to be in an office where you'll have the whole world watching you. And she left it at that. Mm. The following year, 2002, I joined Take 5 in August. And I remember we were doing an episode about child stars. Mm. Like your Bongani Fasi and mm. their mother. Mm. You know, Temba, Chaka Chaka and the mm. mother. Mm. She came and she was very notorious for arriving late, if at all. Yeah. So that day she <laughs> arrived. I remember she was wearing a beautiful yellow dress and white all stars. Mm. She walked in and she said to me, Hey, when I take five, this is a low and I have one Because that fellow, but I know you have to go into the parents and love Andrew. You know? And I said, she was supposed to have the interview with Kim Engelbrecht. Remember Kim? Yeah. Used to be my colleague. And she insisted I do the interview with her. And then afterwards, she said to me, Look, I'm glad you listened to the call of the spirit. So she inspired me to get into media, not because she wanted me to be famous, because she was a musician, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. But she could pick up the energy and the spirit in what Aaron Moloisi is and is about, mm. you know. So Vulindlela is allow yourself to be out there. Allow yourself or allow your spirit to serve the world. <laughs> you know, with that being said, because I mean, clearly you're a very deep and spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you... You let your soul guide you, yeah. um, where you need to go. I think I'm not, my soul is just telling me to go straight to Craig. Oh. So we have some very interesting topics. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to ask something that will let, at least catch you a bit off guard. Mm. Oh. So right. I'm, I'm hoping Craig can do the most here. 
All right. Well, you know, this show, we never prepared for anything. Uh, we never do, you know, we never do that. We just, I mean, we are with someone who met Oprah. So guys, you know, I mean. the show is deep, you know, uh, but uh, a lot of people know Aaron Maloisi as, you know, a public figure, public persona, but I've known him for actually nine years. I remember nine years ago, 2009, I, I don't want to say that. I thought maybe you don't want to say that on, uh, on, no, on, no, on you know, fam. at work. We talk, no, uh, he, this is unradio. This is unradio. He's, dropping, un-radio. Radio. he's yeah. dropping names right now. He's like, no, listen, guys, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Can, I, can I tell you what he did when he got to my house? Please tell us. First of all, he didn't know it's my house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fam was coming in. In true Craig As a plus one. At a private bride. And then, you know, the bra went on. And the then later on, bride. comes to me. I was in the kitchen, I think. Yes. I was like, eh, hi, eh. Okay, you know, like, I'm Craig, you know, I'm doing my honors. I'm from Limpopo. I was like, oh, okay. Nice Limpopo. I hope you enjoy yourself. <laughs> and then I went out. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, was deep. Eh? Because you know why? Uh? When you're in a moment like that, you don't want to be having one-on-ones and deep conversation in a bra, and that time you lit, you're drinking. It's nice, dude. Yeah. It's that, 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 that time, time we were busy with our rainbow tea. So, but anyway, back to me. But he was very sweet, which is why from that day yeah. we actually kept in touch, and we still t- in still touch. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He's also very short though, but he's a cool dude. <laughs> he's got the legs for it, so. Dude, oh, honey, when, you, when you've got it flaunted. <laughs> Thank you. Why not? You know, so, uh, when I met him, I remember I was quite drunk, you know, and, um, I remember he came a little bit later because I was busy making out with his friend. And he said, Do you guys need a room? And I was like, No, no, I'm not about that business in other people's houses. So what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that I actually know him from a very personal perspective. You know, I mean, when I asked him to come to the show, I said, I just texted him on WhatsApp and said, please, can you come to? He's like, Oh no, it's chilled, fam. You know, so I want you guys to sort of know a different side to him. We're going to ask him a few interesting questions, you know, and one of them is I've always wanted to know, you know, uh, um, no laundry, no laundry, no laundry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, comrade. No dirty laundry, nothing like that. Okay. Otherwise, we'll be going to it's call our president now. No, no, don't worry, guys. If, if there's one thing about this show, we're uh, all about no. promoting. Don't no, worry, it's all about good things, all about good vibes. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, being from Limpopo, me being Shangan and obviously you being Betty. There's a certain amount of fear when you come to this Joburg. You know, mm. there's a certain amount of ine- feeling inadequate. You know, feeling like you don't necessarily like belong. You know, mm. there is that element of you feeling like you know what, um, mm. you know, you know, there's always that stigma associated with that, and we tend to overcompensate. And I'm speaking for myself here. I was Shangan, and on top of that, I was gay. So the overcompensation yeah. came at a complete rush. You know, so I'm not, I'm saying that when you come from Limpopo and you came here and you did your thing, and you know, what was your biggest fear, if you had any? You know what? I'm, I've always been the child who destroyed fear. I think I think I was about eight years old. But what does that mean? Destroy fear. What that means is my grandmother who raised me. She said to me one day, something." Never be afraid mm, of something that's never going to talk back mm, to. Back at you. Mm. So then from that age, I then developed the attitude of let, let me be the one to try it out first. Yeah. Then hide myself and learn from others, which is why the concept of if you don't know anything about it, mm. the best thing is to give them you, mm. you know, and from the age of eight, I think I was doing grade, grade five, then three at the time. Mm. 
I carried that same attitude, which is why by the age of 16, I finished my metric. Brilliant, brilliant. Because for me, it became whatever I'm hearing in class, I'm hearing it for the first time. If I don't understand, I'm going to ask immediately. Yeah. And if I'm going to write an exam, why can I not remember it? Mm. Yeah. You know. So that became life for me to say that I'm going to Joburg and I know for sure I'm going to conquer that city because I knew that people had something about people from up in Limpopo. Mm. So I wanted to be the one that says, Mm, you know, know. Do you know and, what I mean? And I can resonate with Yeah, you know, and with at you. that age, at 21, having a degree already, I was like, and you'll, you'll read about the fact that I've also have a degree, by the way. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? And not just any degree. Just, not just any degree. Yeah. Not BA. BA king. Wow. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> and that, that's why I was lucky enough to, to be drawn to, to greater spirits. Yeah. Like, Fasi. I met her before she even got married. Mm. You know. So when when you open up yourself, like I'm saying, keep mm. saying open up your spirit to the mm. world. Mm. It, it attracts good people that are gonna make you forget about yeah. where you come from because where you come from is not who you are. Absolutely. So I never I never went through an era of okay, so cool popular, let me try to speak Sitswana. No, Mm. And maybe another thing as well on my side, at the time already I was, I think I was on lounge number seven. Yeah. So I couldn't re, I couldn't really be placed mm. where Absolutely. I come from. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's Shama's keys. So you came here and. It was rough for me. <laughs> but I'm here now, aren't I? I'm here, master's degree later. I'm chill. You're killing it. You're killing it. You're fine. And then, you know. Better late than never, ne? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I've noticed something about, uh, people that are in your industry and I'm, you know, sticking to what the prescribed question, but I'm really going to throw that away. Um, you know, you've been here for 15 years. You've learned a lot. You know, uh, there are a lot of upcoming celebrities. As you can see, the Ferguson's are throwing us with new production. There's mm. a lot of new shows coming up. So that means that there are a lot of yous coming out. Yeah. And what I've seen, uh, I've met a few of my personal celebrity friends mm. who have no idea what financial literacy is, as yeah. in how to plan for your taxes. Mm-hmm. Because I, read, I understand that you guys get a gig and you get a huge payout, but yeah. the concept of uh, financial planning, you know, mm. is not really embedded in you. Yeah. you know? uh, naturally, I mean, for us, when you get a job, you're already given a pay slip, so you already know you have a structure. It's already structured for you, yeah. So, how have you sort of escaped, or I, I, know, I don't know, if what would you say to those who are up and coming, you know, with regards to that? I mean, it's an industry that is, you know, it's very thin. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I think I was lucky enough that when I got into the entertainment industry, the IT industry that I was in, I was in the financial sector. I was developing systems for, for Metskim, for, I went for Liberty as well, like all the financial institution companies. So I knew about your RAs. I knew about all the investments. So that literacy helped me understand that I'm coming in this thing. It's not as structured, but I need to be structured myself. I need to take care of my tomorrow. But then, you know, a lot of the, a lot of those who are in the industry actually are struggling with that. I mean, you find someone making five million and then the next thing, you're down and out. You it's know? unfortunate, eh? Yeah. Anyway. I blame the so-called managers. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, um, anyway, just wanted to ask you this as well. I have, I have, sorry, before mm. we get, I have a bit of a different take though. I, mm. I think, I don't know, for me, I feel like media is almost, um, a scapegoat for mm-hmm. a lot of people. I don't know, when I see, <clears throat> I see it almost as a lot of guys wanting to be cool, mm-hmm. but not really holding a lot of substance because mm-hmm. of what they do. Mm-hmm. And usually, when that's the case, and something will, will fizzle out very quickly. So they not, don't think it's a career. If if they, they don't yeah, think it's, a job, it's like yeah. it's like it's like um, 
you know, I want to be popular for this, for this phase. Absolutely. I want to be, you know, but guys that don't actually, cause even if you didn't study it, I mean, there's formal studying and there's stuff that you can do outside of that that's very informal to make mm. sure that you're good at what you're doing. Yeah. But the amount of, uh, cause now you get celebrities and you get popular people and mm. these two layers, all these you sort get of different things. And, and, you get slayers. So this whole thing of celebrity, it's, there's a whole bit of, there's a lot of mishmash going mm. on there. Mm. And for me, it's very scary if somebody comes to you and says, Okay, this person's popular, but what do they actually do? Yeah, mm. absolutely not. Absolutely. And, and I find myself asking myself that a lot. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, I want to go to, I want to have a conversation, but mm. I actually don't know what you do. Mm. Mm, that's true. That's when being in it, you need to be able to define for those who are going into the, for the idea of just being popular. Mm. I define myself as a media practitioner. Mm. Besides seeing me on TV, I do a lot of voices. Because mm. of my languages You'll be driving You'll be hearing it, um, a radio ad That's Aaron's voice You know You'd be going to a function I'm on stage You'd be getting An audio book Aaron translated that For you You'd be Looking at textbooks That are going to schools In different languages Aaron helped translate that mm. You know I'm that kind of person That says Media is very big Media is vast Media is major Let's, let's work And then do what That makes mm. us happy Up there Right. You look at Oprah. Oprah is not the queen of talk show only. She's not. Ah, oh. mm. when we say she's a media mogul, she's a media mogul. Mm. What we see on screen mm. is probably three or four of the things she does. Mm. She's got a million other things happening behind the scenes. Oh, so great. when you're not on screen, it doesn't mean that. Oh, really? No, no. Mm. There's other no things happening behind. You better go in it knowing that being on screen is not forever. You're as good as your last show. Being on screen is not a job. If anything, you're going to make your money on the spin-offs around it. Yeah. Not for being on air. I mean, mm. I remember I used to get paid 750 rent to do five episodes of Take Five per day oh, when wow. I started. That's interesting. Anyway, uh, just, uh, you know, I've realized that, we you know, with this country, we have a lot of, you know, South, South Africa is a lot, is a country that is exciting. You know, it's beautiful. But it's also, I mean, it's interesting political times. It's interesting social times. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I actually do recall about you is that you played a gay character in a show called After Nine. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard was that that was supposed to be 11 episodes. Instead, it got to be four episodes. I'm not sure how yeah. true that was. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of clicking that to what is currently happening to the movie In Life of the Wound because yeah. uh, it almost feels like South Africans have this way of being resistant towards uh, people such as myself who are openly, uh, they're quite proud to be who they are. And I've always wondered, you having played such, you know, I'd say controversial characters, how mm. did the public at that time, I mean, at that time, it was quite deep. And how do you resonate that with what's currently happening to the movie now when it's being shut down all over the country? Interestingly enough, um, After Nine was my first acting audition even. Wow. But also remember, After Nine was showing an urban lifestyle of people who are not gay by performance. Because if you remember, the character I played, um, Hector Mohali, was, was an architect, very level-headed, straight-looking, straight-acting, as those terms are used. Yeah. So it was not the case of, yo, when uh, I gay is trying to change the straight one, uh, you know. Yeah. We were trying to show that being gay is not a lifestyle, it's not, it's not a performance. Being gay is how you feel, and being gay is mostly has anything, everything to do with what you do behind closed doors. And funny enough, a lot of parents, when I meet them, they'd say, "So you think that my son could be gay?" Because oh. I mean, you don't look it, Are but you? this is what it, is it really, really, really true? Yes, yes. So they were more open to understanding the deeper side of being gay than 
the performance for the first time he showed them what a gay has a choma okay mm. yes, yes, do you know right. what i mean yes I get so you. it was acceptable in that way followed that with generations the same thing we, we did yeah it was straight looking characters my character will cut you had a wife or was pregnant mm. now with in labor i don't think the resistance is to do with sexuality itself okay i think the resistance is coming primarily from the house of traditional leadership in the eastern yes. cape they feel that they are their cultural practice is it's now about to be exposed violated commercialized mm. commercialized in that way and it's being commercialized on a feasible feasible homosexual life thing yes. so the resistance is not about the sexuality itself the resistance is about why do you want to show that so-called homosexuality within our traditional kosa ritual that we you know we hold so dear remember yeah. that, that, that that's a very strong rite of passage it is, it is. for a boy to a man mm. and i have a feeling had that setting being in a vendor situation or a zulu situation yes. we could possibly have gotten the same resistance okay because it's not about homosexuality as i'm saying it's it's about why do you want to expose a sacred cultural practice you know for me, it's not homosexual resistance. Mm, yeah, right, no. it's got nothing to do with uh, sexuality. I, I disagree with you, um, but I mean, I'm gonna fire a question at you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna catch you off guard a little. So, except for crack, ne? Uh. What is something you've tried but will never do it again? That is so random. Something I've side note tried. I've never, I'll never do it again. Bungee jumping. <laughs> How come? Besides the obvious. What do you mean? Were you not prepped? Look, I wanted to just jump into it. And, and get it done. Get it okay. done. Yeah, yeah. And, get your list and get a certificate. And get a certificate. Done. But that's, that but kind of something thing. something you ain't finna do again. I am not gonna do it again. I am not gonna be live on the news <laughs> and gonna be the one where the rope broke. No. You don't wanna be the one in a million. You know, with a lot of these conversations, um, I don't know, there's a lot of engagement, right? It's a lot of string out things. But I think, with 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 this one was quite unique is that, like you know, a show is lit when I'm just sitting back, yeah, and really just absorbing it all, because there is, you know, there's there's always two sides to every coin. Whenever it's whether it's the industry, whatever industry you're in, etc. Right, mm. and for me, <clears throat> a very fascinating industry is media mm. because it is so large. Yeah, you can very easily get lost in it. Mm. What I'm seeing with you is that it is large, and you capitalized on how large it is. Mm-hmm. But um, you almost have, let's call it, you still have your true north. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the span of things that you're talking about, I mean, voiceovers alone is a career. Mm. Translating alone, especially in South Africa, is actually a big, is, it's a very big career. True. Because we don't have enough linguists, am I right? Mm-hmm. Linguists that can be able to translate from vendor to susutu or from susutu to cost or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but for me, in that case, right, and, and this is where I know this is a very big struggle for a lot of millennials now is how do you know if you're stretching yourself too thin and how do you know whether you need to bring yourself back and cut some things off? Because too much of anything can be a bad thing, right? True. It goes back to being able to manage your time, being able to manage yourself. I'll give a, let me give you a typical Aaron's day on FNID. Mm. Drop those bars. Drop those bars. Aaron would wake up. At about 6.30, go for a young jog, come back at 7.30, 
have like oatmeal with you know those fancy things, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that Craig and them eat <laughs> with berries and things. Well, let's say, you know, so have that young beautiful thing there. You know, post it. You don't post. Up to you. Go to gym. I do my quick hour at the gym. Yeah. Once I'm out, ten o'clock. I'm in a voiceover studio. Yeah. I'm cracking an ad. That takes me about half an hour. I'm out. I'm off to a meeting. I own a media company. Mm-hmm. Meet with a client at half past eleven. An hour later, it's done. Twelve o'clock, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Have lunch. Mm-hmm. Once I'm finished with that, check my emails. I've got a six-page script from a client that needs translation. I go and sit in a restaurant somewhere, mm-hmm. translate quickly, email back. That's already a third job done mm-hmm. for the day. By half past one, two o'clock, I'm done with three. Candace is still waking up, by the way. Once I'm done with that, if I've got an interview at 2.30 at Cliff Central, the urban drive, the urban culture drive, I'm here. On time. On On time. time. And this, I'm a guest, but this is PR for me. I'm working. Yeah. Mm. When I finish here, I'm going to gym because today I miss gym in the morning. I like when I start to gym. (laughs) So I'm going to go to gym. Yeah. And... It's, it's, it's managing your time to a point where, actually, media is the one, one industry that's, that's got gold, bruh. Like, gold. everything is so flexible. Mm. Everything is so flexible. But that's why you can get so lost in it, right? You can get so lost in it if you're not focused. Yes. Yes. Yes, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Most of the time, when I'm saying I'm a producer, I'm a producer I normally produce shows that I'm working on. Because mm. if you're just a producer, you're there eight to five, literally. Mm. You know, but if you're producing what you do, you sit and you know that you're gonna be done with a schedule of thirteen weeks in two days. From there you focus on being the presenter. Mm. You know what? This show is an hour long, right? And I think what I want to do, I'm gonna sit down with the producers. I'm actually gonna ask exactly how do we divide this thing up because one hour is not enough. Because mm-hmm. I actually want to unpack very specific things, right? Mm-hmm. So things like voiceovers, for example. Mm. I wanna unpack that just what is it about? Um, how do you know if you want to be in it, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Because there are some kids in the middle of Bumalang mm. that don't know that that's a career. Mm. Yeah, you know, you you go to your mother, say, okay, matrix done. What you want to do? I want to become a voiceover artist. Yeah, your mom's gonna look at you sideways. Mm. Um, to become a producer, what does that mean? Mm. To become a link a linguist. I mean, there are there are guys that literally know five, six, seven languages, mm. but are not capitalizing on it because mm. yeah. they don't know. Because they don't do. know, and yeah. you don't know what you don't know. So I think. Mm. I don't know. For me, I'm, I'll sit down with Job and Balesa at the back and we'll chop it up and we'll see exactly how we can do this thing. Yeah. But again, oh, guys, three minutes left for the show. <laughs> and like, last time I was here, I went way over into Ari's time. He looked at me so shady. So this is what I want to do, right? Um, I think one, one of the things that I wanted to do in this show was to just spread a whole lot more love and appreciation. Okay. Mm. So this is me being extremely random. I just want to know today's Tuesday. There's really nothing special about Tuesdays, mm. right? I mean, it's the day just after Monday. Yeah. I want you to tell me what do you appreciate that happened today on Tuesday? And it's going to be very quick. So let's start with Candace. We're going to go anti-clockwise. I. Oh, uh, something special that happened today. Um, it has so to happen today. I uh, got a client because um, I freelance in um, strategic marketing planning. So I got a client today. I'm happy. Awesome. Catching. <laughs> and I'd also like you to hire me at your media company. Just putting it out there. Drop those bars, fam. Candice, you said one thing. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cheesy as it may sound, as being here. 
Oh. Uh, hold up, hold, hold up, hold up. Not for the three of you only. Oh. As being here, this again is an opportunity to log into however number of hundreds of thousands of listeners yeah. and viewers that you have. Yeah, I hear you. To say, hey, Mulois is here. Mm. Let's all connect with those little waves that we can't see. For all we know, we're going to live here and somehow we're connected mm. and we're going to open up ourselves to the world. Ah no, Craig was sexy. Last one, Boom. last but not least. Boom. Craig is gonna say he worked on his gorgeous legs. Ah uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I think that I just get impressed at how we grow in the show. I mean, whether it, whether you know, we are like we don't see each other every day or whatever the case might be. It's always such an amazing energy that you know every time we leave the show, we are so uplifted and you know I'm always quite ready to. Uh, you know, face the week and so forth. So I always, I just want to appreciate that to say, you know, the show has a lot of positive energy and I'm just so glad to be a part of it. Can I just something quickly? Go for it. Wherever you are, whatever you want, say to the universe, it will happen. It happened to me a couple of times. When I met Oprah, I wanted to meet her. I met her. I wanted to talk at her school. I did. I wanted to do a Hollywood movie. I did with wow. Lupita Nyongo and David Oloyo, mm. Queen of Katwe. There's something else I just ordered last week from the universe. Mm. It's coming. Yes. We're going to be there. <laughs> Front row center. Now I'm gonna end it off. Um, I'm usually not the sentimental and mushy, but for me, it's. Uh, I think I did open up myself to the universe this um, this week because for me, I think it's just about validation. So for a long time, um, I did study engineering, and I didn't go the engineering route because I don't want to be deep down in the mine. And like, this, I just knew it wasn't. But it's so it's so much better when you meet someone else. That was in a similar field that also said no, because it just gives you validation, mm. right? Um, and I think that's extremely powerful. Not to say that they told you to do it, but for the mere fact that they said, listen, I did it, therefore you can do it. So you're glad that you were here? We're, we're glad, glad that you. we're here. No. <laughs> Group hog, blue hog, Bluetooth, yay. So with that being <laughs> said, guys, um, it's Urban Culture Drive. It's an hour. It's always too short. Um, but again, I want to play out with this song because and there's one thing that you did de- do today, Aaron. I think for every single BSC student, for every single kid in Limpopo, for every single kid anywhere that thinks from going from BSC to media is impossible, I think listen to this and I think this will be your pickup. Right now I'm talking for money, nigga. When I get done, I'ma hit you up. When I get paid, I'ma hit you up. When I get rich, I'ma lift you up. Right now I'm talking for money.